0: This, I think was my only like big, my big marketing moment,
1: you know. What's up everyone and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab, where you get real world insights from industry pros to help you drive local revenue and local growth. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize digital marketing tools powered by local data that automatically work where and when your locations need it most. Learn more at evocalize.com. What's up and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab. Today's guest has many years of experience. You might even say too many years of experience in the restaurant industry. He's a certified pizzaiolo from Italy and has earned the, the title of Best Pizza in the USA He's also earned a lot more titles, including Best Fast Food Burger, and and he's in the top three of the Best Fast Casual uh, restaurants by USA Today. His mission is to create and deliver exceptional dining experiences that delight customers and drive business growth. He's the VP of business development of BurgerFi and Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza. Steve Lieber, thanks for joining us in the lab, my friend.
0: Well well, it's great to be in the lab, Justin, and uh, finally, I'm glad, glad I got to make it here. I, I've been wanting to to meet up with you and to get you know to talk about the industry and and uh, and have some fun. You
1: know? Awesome. Well, we're in the right place for some fun. So, uh, let's let loose. Uh, you know, one of the things that it was it was really exciting for me to to meet up with you a few weeks ago at the the fast casual summit, and you know, I got to listen in on on what you had to say about. Because you spoke in a couple panels there, but you were talking about AI and technology and, and how, you know, um, uh, the, the industry is moving toward leveraging uh, those things to really engage with uh, local customer base in, in different ways. And I thought you had some really good insights, which is why I wanted to bring you into the marketing lab. So um, I guess we could start there. Maybe we, can, we could talk, you know, given, given your years of experience that you have, you know, in the industry and across multiple brands. What do you feel is the, the most important um, aspect of local marketing?
0: Well, uh, first thing I want to say is um, almost everything I know about marketing, I probably owe to Gary Vaynerchuk now or, or all the good oh. stuff right now. You
1: know? <laughs> um,
0: social media, you know, uh, again, you know, Gary comes out and, and literally, if you watch every morning, you know, LinkedIn posts or whatever, it just tells you social media is free. It's the best deal out there, you know.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: and then when you pay for some to boost it even more, it's even better. What it's a better deal, you know. And it's it's <laughs> where all the attention is, and you can you can segment your audiences. You know, there's so many different types of people that go to any type of restaurant, a burger fire, an Anthony's coal fire pizza. You know, that you can identify 125 different customer groups. You know, little mm-hmm. tiny niche markets and what social media allows you to do is connect with all of those little niche markets. You know, one that, that always stands out in my mind is uh, the hot ones with the hot sauce you yes. know, hot marketing. That's a, a great cast. And then now it's just so funny. I think tomorrow BurgerFi starts serving wings. Now, Anthony's oh. was known for the best chicken wings for 20 years. But BurgerFi took the same fresh wings. We don't have a coal oven to cook them in, so we're cooking them more traditionally. But doing a buffalo, uh, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Sauce and a Memphis barbecue. So we think that it's just going to, you know, it's going to explode on social media, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's just the next new thing. And, you know, we looked at, you know, how Dave's Hot Chicken exploded in five years to 250 restaurants. They only do social media nothing i they didn't even have a website until they got bought by by private equity these guys were so disciplined in their approach and they said we're just going to invite you know make the best food and invite the best food reviewers and you know make the best pictures on social media and they stayed true to that and and they're the number one brand right now so if anybody wow. doubts that social media is not the hottest thing please study dave's hot chicken please listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. And the best part, Gary's free. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Uh, you know he, he may, you know, every once in a while, if you want, you buy a book or you buy a V friend <laughs> or you buy some t-shirts or sweatshirts or go to V Um, but he gives it all the way. And all you have to do is listen and apply it to your company. And, and it
1: goes, you know, I do. I do love that. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's- Super easy to consume his content, bite-sized nuggets. You see, you see little chunks, you know, floating around in your in your feed throughout the day. Uh, he's got a lot of great points, and like you said, it is free. So it's expert advice, uh, expert advice for free.
0: And then, uh, and then, I think for the higher level, for you people that are CMOS and people like yourself that are the higher level marketers, he has the the marketing for the now. He has a higher level show that also is free. And, and I've, you know, sat in on those, um, a lot of times they just blow the top of my head up cause it's, you know, higher level <laughs> stuff that I can understand, but it makes me really, really understand how marketing can deliver and how branding is be- going to become more and more. And, um, you know, how branding is becoming more and more important. And then the the influencers stuff, I've been listening to Gary lately about influencers and you know, I just saw uh, Mr. Beast play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like they <laughs> they offered him a 48 hour contract, right? And That's crazy. then uh, what, what was the other big one? There was another big one, but he was just saying how these brands, you know, you could never compete a, a customer service product against Procter and Gamble or something because you never had the resources or never had mm-hmm. the wherewithal. But now, oh, the other the other example is Logan Paul. His drink yeah. was out for a couple of years, and it didn't sell. And then Logan Paul got in it with his partner—I forget who the partner is—but now it's a 250 million dollar uh, super energy drink. And and Gary said mm-hmm. that would have never happened without social media. So now mm-hmm. the Logan Pauls of the world and the and the Mr. Bees and he was talking about some girl, and he said that girl macy's is dying for her to come in shopping because they need her to come in shopping to keep mm. their brand relevant and mm. uh so to me that's really really fun stuff we think uh, logan paul came and did a review at burger like two years ago when he was down in miami i think he got 9.2 on his burger so we <laughs> we love when that happens you know and, and good influencers come into our restaurants and and listen You know, uh, we used to joke about it, but like Dan Marino started, you know, was one of the original owners of of Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza. Well, you know, that that, you know, so we were already into sports marketing and that kind of stuff from the from the beginning of our company. And and I think that's why people have such intense feeling for these two brands and and even our new CEO You know, he was doing a great job at at the other burger company. I won't mention the name, but they smashed the burgers, you know. Um, (laughs) But uh, he said that he came over because he felt a special feeling about these two brands and that brands had, you know, we have so Mm -hmm. much pride. There's many, many people at the Anthony's Cold Fire Pizza that have been there 15 to 18 to 20 years and mm-hmm. it's a testament to the brand and it's a testament to the people. And and that's why both brands are winning awards. And that's why we're getting attention.
1: Yeah, it seems like you guys get a lot of attention. I, I see a lot of a lot of content. I spend most of my time on LinkedIn uh, in terms of social channels, but I see all sorts of content floating around. So, so good on you. I, you're speaking at a lot of events, a lot of different sessions and stuff. Um, I, I just to go back to, to one thing you'd mentioned earlier about social It's interesting that, you know, it continues to change. It continues to evolve. And if you, you have to jump in and you have to, you have to get started at some point, right? Focus on one channel, really understand it, uh, create effective content that's engaging. And then you can kind of scale and move on to other channels as they come out because TikTok, you know, wasn't around, you know, 10 years ago, but look at, look at how much of a, a powerful marketing tool it is today, you know, and it's like, Get into social and adopt new channels, try new things. Don't be afraid to to, to get out there and 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 do those new things because you never know what's going to connect with your customer base.
0: Well, I think that there's one there's one thing stopping that. You know? And and I think again, I, I learned this from Gary. Gary's like, you know, he when he started at the beginning, he goes, Guess what? I got three views. Ooh. <laughs> I yeah. got three views. My stuff was sucked, you know? And, yeah. and, and, you know, how Gary says, he goes, I, my videos were the worst ever, you know, but now they get, you know, 200 200,000 views or something. He goes, everybody's yeah. videos stinks at the beginning. Everybody's yeah. don't, there's never going to be, you know, good, good, good video or good production at the beginning, but you'll get better. And guess mm-hmm. what? Some of the funniest and some of the most natural ones you know, one that Gary loves so much is the guy with the ocean spray cranberry juice, just him drinking the juice on a skateboard. Yeah. And, um, you know, and what that did for that brand, you know? And, um, so, so it's sometimes it's just the most authentic thing or the funniest thing or, or whatever that gets the most attention, but you never know what that is, you know? So you have to just play around and, and a lot, you're going to have a lot of failures and a lot of you know, a lot of bad videos and a lot of, you know, I was reviewing for a a poke brand the other day and they sent me four or five videos and that, and I wrote back, that doesn't look like I'd want to eat it. And then then they go, yeah, you're right. That one, that one sucks. And I was like, well, why'd you send it to me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just for verification. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Mike in accounting
1: said this one sucked. We just wanted to double check.
0: (laughs) yeah uh but I think you're right it's it's trial and error and 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 again the more the more bad ones you get that means sooner or later you're gonna get that one that goes viral or semi viral or or all of a sudden you know somebody will walk into your restaurant because they they saw something that you posted and and it touched them in a way and uh then all of a sudden once you start to get a couple of those little pings and uh, you know, all of a sudden, somebody who came in and saw my my food truck ad on LinkedIn. Book, oh, as a matter of fact, here's a perfect example: the yeah. Navy Seals. The Navy Seals saw my food truck on LinkedIn, and now we're going up there on November third for Mustard Day, which is a day that you honor the fallen soldiers, the folder, fallen seals from the year before, and we and they swim their bodies out to sea, and we have the honor of feeding those those frogmen and those seals. You know, so that's very um, cool, and that's how these connections start. They, they, I would have never met a Navy Seal. Um, my, my, yeah. my nephews in in the Army, and my other nephews in the Air Force. So we had to connect to the Seals, and fortunately, LinkedIn got us there. and And actually, it wasn't free. I paid twenty dollars premium for my twenty dollars premium <laughs> LinkedIn. So I recommend uh, the the twenty dollars LinkedIn subscription. It, it's certainly worth the money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So speaking of cheap social, we talk about creating content, you know, and a lot of times you don't, people don't realize how easy it is to just spend a couple dollars to boost something that's already engaging. If you look through your feeds and you see what's actually engaged with your audience really well by impressions or whatever the engagements are you're looking at, you can then turn around and just put, you know, a hundred bucks, 50 bucks toward it and actually Really get a lot more out of that same piece of content.
0: Well, again, it's 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 simple. I think I my my role because I'm looking for multi-unit operators that own different franchise brands. You know, maybe somebody has a. Uh, a chicken brand and they want to get into pizza or they want to get into burgers. Um, so that's why I'm on LinkedIn. That's where my audience of multi-unit operators and franchise owners and business investors, you know, hang out. Um, and I think that's important obviously for the attracting more guests, you know, on Anthony's, which is a little bit older of a crowd, we're on meta a little bit more, you know, because those people have been customers for 20 years and, and and where you know we started in Florida and started in a lot of the old Italian neighborhoods going up the east coast of the United States so a lot of those anthony's customers we reached them through you know straight up you know short reels or or just regular images on on meta and then obviously trying to bring more new young customers into the brand we, you know we start to show up now more on Instagram. There's a lot of Anthony's on Instagram. There's a lot of Anthony's on TikTok, and then with all that action of the the coal oven and the guys throwing pizza and you know all of that fun stuff, you, you can have great YouTube videos and great TikTok videos. So that's that's how that one brand works. BurgerFi, a little bit more of a younger brand, a little bit more for uh, families that care about what they eat. You know, so again, a little bit on Facebook, a lot of trying to target some mothers on Pinterest and some other places where the mothers who care about food and dining are, you know, that, you know, you you start to go outside the box. And this is what I when we first started to talk about identifying these little groups of customers that the elderly grandma and grandpa that live in in Florida. And then they're they're up in uh, Philadelphia area half the year, you know, the snowbirds. And then mm-hmm. you have the young mother. Who has a young family who who's spending more time on Pinterest, but still plays around on on a TikTok for fun or or, or Instagram to to share pictures of the kids? So that's what we do uh, from our mother marketing, and and then they they do a lot a lot of analytics, and and again, the some work and some don't work. Some promotions get you know get a lot of sales, and some you know, get a few and sizzle out. So it's a learning process, but we try a lot. And and then, you know, thank goodness right now the food is so great. We win a lot.
1: Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. It's a, you made some good points. Knowing your audience is extremely important and it's every audience isn't on every social channel. So if you know, when you understand your customer base, communicate to them in the places where they are you know.
0: Th- well, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. So, you know, Miami, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando area are, are loaded with largely Hispanic populations. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? We we started looking for franchisees that matched, that lived in those communities. So now we have a franchisee from Weston that owns the, the BurgerFi in Weston. And now he wants to talk about doing an Anthony's in Weston. And he also has the the uh, BurgerFi in Wellington, you know, and, and guess what? The sales in those communities because they're locally owned and because they speak Spanish and bilingual are, are are much higher than, than, than before. And there's no other reason other than, you know, just a great, uh, you know, culture in those restaurants to get the people in, uh, the same thing in Kissimmee, Florida, again, another family, that just runs the business and 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 is active in the community. They actually started their own foundation uh, to donate food for for meals for elderly people, and and guess what? People connect to that. They come in. They have great food that's a little less greasy than they might get at other places. That's made with a little bit more care than they would get at other place. The restaurant's a little more uh, you know fun. There's a lot of loud music going on. And guess what? If, if we keep doing our job right, we'll keep building the customer base. And then then when we post those pictures on the social media format of where those type of people hang out, then then it multiplies and amplifies even more, like you were saying.
1: Yeah. And if you can get real dialed, you can take that segmentation and and, and tie it into like your your paid uh, marketing and get really, really, really targeted just down to the, the neighborhood level, which is is super cool. Um you mentioned a lot of really good things that like good tips, good pointers, places people should focus. All right, do you have anyone that you um can think of that that stick out to you as like really crushing it and from a local marketing perspective? Anyone you want to give a shout out to?
0: Yeah, well, I did already to um to Dave's hot chicken. So I want to, oh, yeah. s- you know, give them reverence again because they they did it 100 percent on social media, um, great great brand story. Three best friends sitting around getting frustrated, you know, saying, "Hey, we got to do something with our lives." And what did they do? <laughs> Hot chicken and, and one item. And they did it really really great and really really amazing. And you know, if, if you listen, I don't want to steal the guy's thunder, but you got to go see him. I mean, you saw him at the yeah. keynote, right? Yeah. He and, and he, they, he is the brand, but I'm, him and his best friends are the brand. You can't make the food without your partners. And, um, the way that they targeted, I forget the guy's name, the, the LA food writer who, who, who wrote a review about them and, and that got him noticed. And then the fact that they just blew up on social media and they, you know, they started direct messaging Drake and they started direct messaging Samuel Jackson and the owner of the Boston Red Sox. And. And everybody's everybody's an owner in day. Everybody wants to be an owner in days now. So, um, and 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 before them, you know, probably raising canes. You know, another uh, great great brand. That I, you know, I, what I love about raising canes, um, I loved it so much that when I went to Saudi Arabia and met with my Saudi Arabian franchisee, I took him to the raising canes there to show oh. him an example of just an incredible brand. With incredible culture, and the culture translates to everywhere. Um, you and I talked about this even before the show of how important it is to help other people. And here's a brand that helps other people. Um, you know, that if, if your brand and part of your brand is helping other people, that's what the world needs right now. And that's what's going to get people coming to your restaurant, that and good food. And, and that's what they're doing you know, so really, really great stuff. Um, you know, you see, you see that guy, Todd from raising canes, handing checks to, to somebody in every new opening in every new town, they're raising money. They're making a difference. They're, they're letting people know that they're there to serve the community, not just chicken, but to serve the community too. And, and then by the way, and here's, here's an internal marketing thing that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my career, and I mention it hundreds of times over to other people. When you get a, a, a card from somebody at Raising Canes, a business card from them, every single person, from the highest person, the CEO to the lowest person, whatever, maybe an entry level cashier, on every single person's... Uh, business card it says fry cook and cashier because every single person is trained to make chicken and to sell chicken and then they have they when they have meetings and they get psyched up in the morning you know and they have their rah-rah sections you know to to build Mm -hmm. culture they want to sell bird we're gonna sell bird that's (laughs) what they do they sell bird (laughs) and and you know that's that's something they get excited about. You know, yeah, that's cool. not even my company. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll set up another episode where you could talk about what you actually do in your company. <laughs> <laughs> that's a no, good idea. Right? That's great. I, well, that's what I like about you, Steve, is is you're all about helping others. And I see it in just the way you talk about things and the promotion of other people's success, you know, and just trying to get, you know, visibility into what other good folks are doing. So. Shout out to yeah, you.
0: One of the things I think I do that for is to give confidence yeah. in my team and said, you know, Hey, I mean, I told you my backstory. I was a bus boy and now I'm a bus boy doing good. And you know, my first job was a bus boy and I still like to clean the tables and, and everywhere, every once in a while, take out the trash at the restaurant just to keep myself humble and to keep me grounded. You know? And I think that, that that's important. If you show all this success, you know, I keep telling everybody about the, I'm like, you guys, you don't have a thousand dollars. If the three of you guys don't have a thousand dollars, you have a thousand dollars. You can start the next, um, the next Dave's hot chicken. You yeah. know, that that's all you need. Those guys had a thousand dollars and they went to restaurant Depot and now they have 256 restaurants or however many open they opened today, probably four more
1: yeah. today. Yeah. Right? Seriously. Crazy, <laughs> crazy success story. No, that's very yeah. cool. You know, I think One success story that I'd like to focus on just briefly is yours. All right, we'll get you there. (laughs) I love hearing the accolades and how many awards you've won. And one thing that we like to do is also like throw some information that we have into AI and see what it cranks out about our guests. And I could, I just couldn't stop thinking about all the award winning burgers you guys have the pizza. (laughs) Here's a picture of you just sitting in front of a a mountain of success. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny, you know, when you look at all the the elements together, it kind of represents burgers, but I don't know what AI is doing. (laughs) It's just like all sorts of stuff thrown together, but
0: uh, it's fun. Which, which, uh, which is that? Is that a Dali image or what
1: what is it? Uh, This is uh, using mid journey.
0: Uh, Mid-Journey, Mid-Journey. Yeah. Nice. I like it. That's a good one. Yeah, you, get- um, you know, I think when you, when you, uh, you know, we, we use awards as, um, as third party credibility, you know? So, um, I don't, I tell my staff, I don't want you to, you know, don't, don't say we're the best burgers, you know, let yeah. everybody says they're the best burgers but are you really the best burger? I'm somewhere on the planet. Somebody's got to have a better burger. So, yeah. But we can say that our guests say they were their best burgers because we have the awards and we have the, the backup to prove it. So mm-hmm. when we started BurgerFi, it was 2011. And and the, the haters came from the from day one. Okay, And the reason <laughs> why the haters came from day one was they're like, Steve, have you lost your mind? And like, they were like, "What? I mean, what do you mean? Well, didn't you just win best pizza last year? And now you're opening up a hamburger restaurant inside of an old Burger King that failed. And like, are you sure you're okay? <laughs> and sleep. I'm like, well, you know, I said, you know, John and I had already opened a pizza place. So maybe we can do a burger place. You know, I don't know. And and they said, you know, you sure you want to open up a, a burger restaurant in, a, in an old Burger King? I think in the 10 years that it was a Burger King, the best year it had was eight hundred thousand dollars. So it never, never even did it. And uh, so anyway, we said, you know, we studied the industry a lot at that time. And Five Guys was the hot was the hot brand. And Shake Shack had just started about five years earlier. And was getting a lot, a lot of press. And and of course, there was the legends, you know, in and out and and what a burger and, and things like that. And so we went to every single one and we tried them and we took pictures and we studied their menus and and tried to get the best elements of each one. But what we really noticed was that nobody really was making the burger restaurant for families. And right. that's what we made, you know, burger, burger, wanted to become. So no antibiotics, no steroids, no growth hormones in the meat. In America, that's a big deal. Guess what? In all the other countries of the world, they don't allow that in the first place. So it's not even a selling point you know. Mm, in Europe. Interesting. You know? um, but we allow growth hormone here. And then you know, we had a discussion with Heinz and I called in the vice president of Heinz and I remember him coming to our office. And he said, Steve, you're all wrong on this. And I said, what do you mean I'm all wrong on this? He's like, the the reason that we use high fructose corn syrup in the ketchup is because the American palate, they like a sweeter ketchup. And I got so angry. (laughs) And I was like, they make great ketchup with with natural cane sugar in other parts of the world. Can we just get some real good ketchup (laughs) at the same price? And... You know, if, if it really is though the reason that you're doing with high fructose corn syrup, then you should be able to honor the same price. It shouldn't be any more expensive. Right. And then we made that deal with them. And so we started to do that with the menu and the chef started getting crazy. You know, can we get organic gummy bears? I'm like. You tell me, chef, can we get them? (laughs) You know, can we get, you know, we got, we had peanut oil. We had peanut oil and everybody, you know, started freaking out. You know, peanut oil's allergic. You're going to kill kids. You know, you don't know what you're doing. Well, guess what? It was such highly refined peanut oil that we were buying that it didn't cause an allergic reaction. And three years after us using it, the the FDA removed highly refined peanut oil from the allergen list. Oh. But, so anyway, that was the menu, natural food, great food for families, you know, transparent menu, open kitchens. But we said, that's not really a concept. You know, that's a great menu or a great menu items. You know, how do you make it a concept? And then you say, well, started looking around the room and said, wait, can we, can we make a table out of recycled wooden pallets? Is that possible? Can we buy chairs that are made out of recycled Coca-Cola bottles? Can we make this mm. cool light fixture that we have over all of our dining room tables out of old log poles for tractors and and dip them in chrome and repurpose them? Can we use like the tray that we serve the food on over and over again and just put a tray liner down and wash it, you know, in between with sanitizer? Can we? you know, recycle cardboard and glass and plastic at these restaurants? And can we, co- can we also recycle cooking oil? And could we run these restaurants cleaner than other restaurants in the community? Mm-hmm. Well, when we started to talk like that, Lauderdale by the sea was like, wait a second, we're starting mm-hmm. to like these guys. And they're not even <laughs> open yet.
1: You know?
0: They're talking about clean restaurants and, and, and recycling. And, and then sure enough, we were waiting for like these training had already started, but you know how you have like the one or two last inspections. You know the fire. Somebody has to come at the very end. So yeah. at the last minute, I was like, ah, I don't want all you guys in the restaurant with the inspector coming. Let's go put on rubber gloves and let's go across the street and 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 we were picking up garbage off the beach, impromptu, totally impromptu, just rubber gloves, garbage bags, and everybody in their burger uniform. Well, Lauderdale by the Sea. I don't know how meat how much marketing this got us, but all of a sudden, a guy comes with a camera, takes a picture of us. It was a weekly newspaper. <laughs> they came out one once a week, and we were on the cover, and it says wow. that the team at BurgerFi is cleaning up the beach in front of Aruba Cafe, an opposing restaurant. <laughs> and again, nobody can <laughs> understand. The- we said, guys, we weren't cleaning up in front of your restaurant. You just happen to be on the beach. We cleaned the whole beach, and that's <laughs> yeah. that's what we do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we 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 said, how can we build a, a, a brand that everybody would want to get behind? So that was the you know the three prongs where the the natural food, the natural restaurant design, the clean and natural and recycling and business practices, and then and then. These are, this I think was my only like big, my big marketing moment, you know, it was 2007, (laughs) you can correct my facts, 2007 was Facebook started, right? I don't think it was 2000, I think 2011 in February, BurgerFi started. And I kept saying, you know, hey, this meat's expensive, you know, how are people going to know that, that when somebody takes a picture of the burger, it's BurgerFi's food. Well, then we decided we'll brand our name on the bun to let mothers know that this is the best food for your family. And then, of course, to let Instagram and Facebook know that we were, we were born. <laughs> that
1: really is a cool touch. I love it. Every time I see it, It's and, and on your website, you have the video of them kind of slowly burning it in. It's, it's pretty cool. That was the
0: original process. Yep, exactly.
1: Very cool. So awesome. all of
0: that ties in from a marketing way, but it was like a lot of it was what I call, you know, subliminal, or, you know, subliminal <laughs> marketing. You're, you know, yeah. you, you're you're really comfortable in the room and, and the music was really, really good. And it was a great mix, uh, you know, with some old rock and roll classics to get uh, for the retirees. So there were different segments of the music for different parts of the customer base as well. You
1: know? Oh, very cool. Well, hey, like we said earlier, it's like, if you know your customers, you could do different things, which sound like you you kinda ran the gamut and did certain things that are gonna appeal to multiple segments, but brought it all together nicely in a way that seems seamless to help create your brand that could be have mass appeal. I mean, very genius.
0: Well, we we made a couple big mistakes. So one that you just brought up and, and mentioned that that made that stood out. Uh-huh. We thought we knew the guests better than everybody, you know. Oh. We, we were we were convinced, you know. So when yeah. we opened BurgerFi, we're like, oh, no, 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 no. We will never, we'll never do delivery. We're, we're not doing delivery. We're not, <laughs> if they want a burger, just like Five Guys doesn't do delivery, the President Obama had to come to Five Guys. Well, We're not doing delivery. And we're never, ever, ever going to do drive-thrus either, okay? <laughs> well, guess yeah. what? We're doing deliveries and drive throughs
1: Yeah. Okay? okay.
0: But the story I want to tell Is when we started burger and it's still to this day, if you look underneath, it says, you know, burgers, dogs, fries, craft beer. Not draft beer, but Mm. craft beer. And we said, you know what? We are going to be the new burger and beer place. We're selling only like Sam Adams beer and higher. Nothing. We're never gonna have like these, you know, local, you know, Budweiser, Miller Lite, Coors Light. Never. That that that's too like forget about us. We'll never do that. You know. And we started with Sam Adams, and guess what? The onion rings are made with beer, and we make a lot, a lot of onion rings. Everybody knows, you know. And we were using one keg of Sam Adams every week. A very expensive keg to use for beer batter. <laughs> So then after, and I was working the front every single day and, and people come, Hey, you got any Bud Light? No, sorry. Coors Light? No. Miller Light? Bud Light? Coors Light? Miller Light? Yeah. After the 5,000 <laughs> guests asked me, you know, which was only like two weeks into it, I yeah. turned to Chef. Chef, order some Bud Light, uh, Miller Light. Miller Light, we started with. Yeah. Miller, get me Miller Light. He said, what do you want Miller Light for? I said, well, I'm getting killed up front here. The guests want a light beer, so get a Miller Lite. So the chef turns to me and says, oh, good. I'm going to want two Miller Lights because I'm going to use Miller Lite for the beer batter. We just saved $65 a keg on the onion rings. (laughs) (laughs) So here was a case of us putting our ego aside and saying, guys, you don't know what you're doing. Listen to your guests. They yes. want Bud Light, they want Miller light, they want Coors Light. Just give them what they want and stop trying to, you know, be this uh, you know, this higher authority on food. It doesn't work yeah.
1: that way. You know? A hundred percent. Yeah,
0: so that was our first of many, many lessons that we learned like that. You know? <laughs> and, now, oh, yeah. and now our guests are asking for more chicken and and I think they're asking for some burger bowls. So oh. I think you're gonna see some fun innovation. Uh but again, it's not us really that's doing that. We're seeing that and we're picking that up on social media. We're listening, yeah, you know. know, um, that, that's the latest buzz turn that I hear is social listening. You know, is our, our companies listening to what's going on social and then are you acting upon that? You
1: know? Exactly. Exactly. Your guests are 100%. They're talking about you, whether you're part of the conversation yes. or not. So you might as well be listening and, and, Join the conversation. You know, real quick, you said you're bringing a chicken that and you mentioned buffalo wings specifically, which to me, I was like, oh, man, I'm from Buffalo, New York. So when I hear buffalo wings, that gets me amped up. So uh, super excited to see that in, in the restaurant yeah, the These are going to
0: be a, uh, you know, a jumbo wing like we use at Anthony's, 100% fresh product. Um, you know, it's going to be really, really well done uh it's a Franks red hot barbecue uh Franks red hot buffalo sauce that we're using and a Memphis sweet mm. barbecue those will be the two flavors that we start with they'll probably roll in and out of flavors on LTOs um you mm-hmm. know we got a little late for football season this year it's half the season's over already but listen we got the wings out and and uh you know we're real real super excited we think it's going to uh, bring in some more new customers. It's just going to be another another reason to come on a different day. Yeah, and then uh, and then right now, instead of having to make two orders for delivery for your Super Bowl party, now you can order one. You can order BurgerFi burgers and wings from the same location, or you can order from Anthony's and do pizza and wings and salad. So you got you got everything covered either way. You know, there you go. And I think yeah. you've you've seen my LinkedIn ads for Super Bowl and corporate parties. You know that. That this is my my favorite time of the year because it first you're thanking the teams and and giving them a nice party and letting them bring their family and celebrate their hard work for the year, and then Mm -hmm. and then we're you know we're getting into the football playoffs and and just a lot of you know the holidays and a lot of a lot of reason to to order some food for your family and and what better food than ours for for hanging out at a reasonable price, you know?
1: Yeah, perfect. Yeah, save. Saving the best for last, you know, coming out just in time for the Super Bowl. That's the way I look at it. So, hey, and hey, Steve. again,
0: Everybody would challenge us and say, "What do you, you know?" Again, what are you guys <coughs> doing? Why are you you're doing chicken wings when every single body in the whole world is doing chicken wings? Why, you know? But that seems to be a a trend. Well, you guess why? why. <laughs> that seems yeah. to be how we make decisions. If you look historically, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it but makes people sense. say, why, 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 you know. Um, one other thing that made me think of why, um, and I hope this turns out to be a, a good decision. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we went to Saudi Arabia and people said, you know, how come you went there? You know, and, uh, and because why we want to make changes. That's why we want, we want, you know, freedom in Saudi Arabia. And we saw what they were doing and we saw that women were able to drive. We saw that movie theaters reopen. We saw that they are changing from an oil economy to a tourist based economy they're building these major major cities so we went over there and and we we have a great partner we have two restaurants open already and they're serving amazing amazing halal certified food in, in the middle east mm-hmm. and, and we hope that you know that we can keep bringing change uh, we have women working on the staff in in the restaurant that was a requirement that we that we put in in, in the deal and, and we're mm-hmm. very proud of it, you know? Yeah.
1: Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I, I love the, the missions that you guys get behind. It's, it really shows through. Um, and it's, I think it's appreciated, very much appreciated by your customer base for sure. Well, Hey Steve, how can people follow you, follow your brand?
0: Uh, well I'm on LinkedIn. So it's Steve Lieber on LinkedIn. Um, you know, and BurgerFi, uh, you know i would recommend uh the best i love the burger TikTok. tick i love the burger instagram uh i like the anthony's coal fire pizza uh instagram and and uh some some tiktok videos that are coming out they're fantastic now um so those would be my favorites you know and uh, but I, i'm pretty pretty sure we're on on a few more than that but uh those are the ones where i'm i'm, I'm a big uh I like great images of the food, so I like oh, yeah. I like to, to see the images of the food and the and to see the people eating the food. So I like I like the more uh, more video and and more images, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure, the delicious content. We appreciate that.
0: <laughs> right, so, people eat with their eyes for sure. Definitely, that's
1: right. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, go check out BurgerFi. Pick up a, a barbecue rodeo burger or a CEO burger, like you will not uh, be disappointed. Check out Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza. Steve, it was a ton of fun having you in the lab today, my friend, thanks for joining.
0: Justin, real pleasure. Thanks, everybody. See you soon, man. Happy holidays.
1: (laughs) Thanks. As always, thanks for joining us in the local marketing lab. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize. To learn how Evocalize can help you grow your business, visit evocalize.com. If you learned something new from today's episode, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Evocalize. That's E-V-O-C-A-L-I-Z-E and on X at Evocalize, Inc. And remember, keep innovating and trying new things. You never know what's going to connect with your audience until you try. Until next time, thanks for listening.